In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was one of the Pharisees called Nicodemus, a leading Jew, who came to Jesus by night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who comes from God, for no one could perform the signs that you do unless God were with him. Jesus answered, I tell you most solemnly, unless a man is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said, How can a grown man be born? Can he go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I tell you most solemnly, unless a man is born through water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What is born of the flesh is flesh. What is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not be surprised when I say you must be born from above. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. That is how it is with all who are born of the Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. As soon as we have completed the octave cycle of Easter, our liturgy is already prepping us for the coming Feast of Pentecost by introducing us to the third person of the Most Holy Trinity, the Holy Spirit. In yesterday's Gospel, we had already seen the close connection between the passion and death of Christ and the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit does not make his debut at Pentecost. He has been present throughout the life and ministry of the Lord, and had been active even during the death and resurrection of the Lord. Now what had been cloaked in mystery and vagary is made clear in the light of Easter. One of the Paschal mysteries which requires unpacking or deepening in terms of understanding, is that of baptism. Most of us would be familiar with the phrase born again, and we would often immediately associate it with Protestants, some of whom would have walked up to you one day and posed the question, are you born again? Being Catholics, we would have been stumped by the question, just like Nicodemus in today's passage. Our failure to give a satisfactory answer would only encourage those Protestant friends to redouble their efforts to save us by getting us to experience what it means to be born again. Well, if a Protestant uses this phrase, he could mean one of several things. For instance, an evangelical Christian, Bible-based Christian, might say that he's born again when he accepts Jesus Christ as his personal Lord and Saviour. A member of a Pentecostal or charismatic church might say that she is born again when she is baptized in the Spirit and receives the gifts of tongues as a confirmation. How about us Catholics? Believe it or not, we are born again Christians. Now when did this happen? Well, it happened at our baptism. As Catholics, we understand that sacramental baptism in the name of the Father Son and Holy Spirit is the means by which we are born from above. Every Easter, in fact, the Church asks the faithful to renew their baptismal promises 
as a way of reminding ourselves of what it is that we have received and how we have received it. By renewing these promises too, we have a regular opportunity to embrace and deepen the grace that we received when we were baptized. It is our opportunity to confess that baptism is not the end but the beginning of our faith journey. Just as our birth is the beginning of our earthly life, so too is our baptism, the beginning of our spiritual life. And just as a baby needs physical nourishment, so too do we need spiritual nourishment if we want to grow up and become mature Christians. If we have been baptized, how come we don't always feel born again? The problem is not that the sacrament of baptism is not efficacious, it is. Christ guarantees it. Sanctifying grace is channeled to the proper celebration of the sacrament. In fact, through every sacrament. The problem does not lie with the sacrament, but with us. You may want to check for obstacles that may be impeding the flow of the Spirit in your life. That is the reason why the Church encourages and exhorts us to do regular examinations of our conscience and frequent the sacrament of penance. Whenever we examine our lives, we should ask the Spirit to uncover whatever sin, hurts or other obstacles that may be holding us back from a deeper commitment to Christ or a wholehearted trust in His love and mercy. True Confession Let God sweep away anything that hinders your full participation in and enjoyment of the kingdom of God. Yes, our Lord was telling us the truth when he said this, unless a man is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. We have been born from above at our baptism, a gift from God. Now it is time for us to make a return, to respond to the seed of faith that was planted in our hearts at baptism in order that it may blossom to full maturity. Then you will be able to declare with St. Paul, So whatever is in Christ as a new creation, the old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.